Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Folks, before getting into the next episode, we want to let you guys know about a very special event coming up on August 24th. It is our second annual international dance battle event called Kin Jam, presented by the Kinjas. It is a one-on-one open styles battle, top 16, eight invites, eight remaining spots selected via prelims. It's all going down August 24th, 1 to 10 p.m. at Elements Dance Space in Pasadena, California. $10 pre-sale and $15 at the door. All info can be found at KinJam, K-I-N-J-A-M dot R-A-F-N on IG and Facebook. Welcome back to another episode of the Kindred's Podcast Movement in the Shadows. Today we have Lydia Paik in the pod. Lydia is a singer, songwriter, composer, producer. You may recognize her work for the Korean record label YG Entertainment. And Lydia is a dancer at heart. She is a member of the OG, OG member of Quest Crew. And as much as Lydia has done in her work life, she has a very extensive resume, worked with many amazing artists, had a lot of uh, hit songs on the charts. She doesn't really talk about that stuff um, on her own. She only really touches on it because I asked her. But uh, what I enjoyed about this talk is her why and what uh, her foundation is and her purpose. And she has a very strong relationship with God and she really gets into that being the thing that motivates her to do everything in life. And um, yeah, I think this is really cool because uh, she talks even things about body image and insecurity and you know things that not only women face but what guys face too with social media and stuff like that i think it's a very real and honest talk this is actually the first time lydia and i have actually even sat down and had like a long conversation so it's really cool for me to hear um what she really cares about and and what she feels like her purpose is as an artist um we do a fun lightning round as always at the end uh, just another really, really good, encouraging, honest talk that I think is uh, it's going to be a lot of good stuff out there for you guys. So let's just get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. We got Jeremy on the switches. And today, I have my very good friend, Lydia Paik, is in the house. What's up, Lydia? Hello. Lydia is a singer, songwriter, dancer, composer, producer, um, worked with YG Entertainment and OG Quest Crew <laughs> is in the house. What's up, Lydia? How are Hello. you? I'm good. How um, is how is life and, and everything? Life is a blessing. Yeah. You <laughs> recently got married. Yes. Your husband is right outside the <laughs> yes. door. We're not letting him in today. Yes, we, as I was during his podcast. Yeah, he, he's already had his time. But yes. yeah, how is how is that married life and, and all that? It's it's amazing. Like um I'm just really happy, and I know a lot of people don't know that we were together. Mm -hmm. But um, honestly, when when Lando invited me to the wedding, Uh I was like, "Oh, you getting married? Like to who?" (laughs) He's like, "Lita." I was like, "Oh shoot!" I mean, no, you know, disrespect. I was like, "Oh my god!" I think because you you guys just kind of keep your relationship kind of under the radar. You guys just you know, yeah. um, Not that you have to broadcast or anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think nowadays, or not even nowadays, but like. Back in the day, or I guess, like, it's always been where people feel the need to, I guess, express their relationship or, you know, mm-hmm. but I just feel like things, a lot of things get in the way with yeah. that. A lot of 
especially on social media, totally. you know, yeah. and it was funny because um, I was with Ai Hasegawa yesterday, mm-hmm. which by the way, I used to pronounce her name Ai Hagasawa. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. When did that change? <laughs> I know, right? It was like actually, yesterday she finally no, corrected you? <laughs> it was actually, um, I said it in an interview, you can find it online Amazing. and yeah, but um, she was just like, yeah, I'm so happy that you and Lando um, are posting like pictures of you guys, yeah. you know, on social media yeah. and I was like, oh, that's so sweet and she's like, yeah, because, you know, I was telling people that I was going to your wedding and they were like what Lydia that was a that was a very like popular response because I think I told some of like the kinja they're like wait Lando's getting married yeah (laughs) I know I think it's just um more so um don't get me wrong I was insecure when I was younger Mm, (laughs) you know mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. I I was going out with him since 18 Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. it's been a very long time. Um, yeah. And of course, an 18-year-old girl or whatever uh, has insecurities. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, I know. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. It's normal. Yeah, but all yeah. glory to God. Yeah, I'm that's what's up. Better now. And okay. um, I, what do you call it? What was I going to say? I always lose track. But um, It's okay. Yeah, like he basically um, was just like... Well, not he, but I just think that like if there, how many billionaires are there in this world, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like driving through Beverly Hills, and I was like, man, these are like penthouses and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that live in Beverly Hills, and you have to have a lot of money. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, I love driving through neighborhoods like that, mm-hmm. and like I look at these huge houses, mm-hmm. and. I always just want to like knock on each door and be like, yeah. what do you do? Exactly. What do you do? What do how you do you do? have this house, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always wonder about yeah. that. Yeah. But it's like, how many billionaires do you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, if Not you know, many. yeah, if you know <laughs> that like the money in your bank is real, if you know that the love that you have in a relationship is real, mm-hmm. like, and you know the truth, there's no need to have to broadcast sure, totally. it. That's what I just kind of think, yeah. you know? She's, I love that. I mean, yeah, yeah we, we talk about social media and how people view that and mm. use it a lot on this show, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think it's cool when um, you use it for what you want to use it for for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody should, uh, you know, hop on any platform because they're like, oh, I guess I have to because mm-hmm. this is what everybody does. Yeah. So I think it's cool to be able yeah. to just use it for yourself yeah. and i see wedding photos you guys look very <laughs> yeah. happy i was there yes. thank you for inviting me of course and uh no it was yeah. a really really good time yeah so. i mean i don't knock people who like want to share their relationship sure. i think there yeah. are beautiful parts of it totally. it was just like you know for me and him social media was more to show our work and yeah yeah and people that knew knew and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for for the sake of like our listening audience that may not know, yes. you know, be familiar with you, can you give us just a brief rundown, like where you're from and uh, grew up, all that, yes. all that good fun stuff? Yes. Um, I was born in LA, grew yep. up in like Downey and Cypress area, and then moved to the Valley. So uh, I'm in LA again now, yep, and yep. um, is that? What it was. You grew up in LA? Yeah, yeah, I grew up, not grew up in LA, I was born in LA, but born grew up LA. more like in Orange County, Anaheim gotcha. area. And um, yeah. And then you um, lived in the valley. Yeah. Somehow my you you knew my brother. Yes. Yeah, you guys like yes. danced together or something yeah, at a um, church thing. Burundo Church, yeah. Yep. Um, it's crazy because my whole dance thing happened just organically, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I actually... 
I love tennis, and if I you play tennis, yeah, I, I was tennis at, in high school. Yes, yeah. JV number one singles. Hey. Oh, okay, I wasn't number one singles. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I didn't okay. make it to varsity because I actually switched to dance. Gotcha. But um, okay. I loved it. I loved it so much, and uh, but I was attending um, two churches, like one. Um, which was my parents' church. And then afterwards, like I would go to this church called Step Off, which is, I think they merged with another church now, but um, they had a group called uh, Step Off Dance Crew. I know Step Off. I knew some people that got down with Step Off. Yeah, Yeah, but now they're, um, what is it? What is it called now? Um, I don't know. Shoot. They're like in, like, is it Diamond Bar area? It's not God's image. No, it? it's yeah, oh my one. gosh. Can we like cut this part? I don't show you. Um oh sodium. Sodium. Yeah, yeah. now there's sodium. And it's insane. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And Tight. so it was it was interesting. Um and I'm glad that they're still, you know, progressing and, yeah. and, and growing. But yeah. yeah, um it was held by Kevin and which I actually just saw him the other day at my cousin's wedding. But um yeah, I learned how to pop you know, some yeah. choreo and, um, breaking. I was breaking in high school, like having sessions in, um, garages, Sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, with a whole bunch of like Filipinos and Koreans, but <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. um, then right across, uh, the way from my parents' house in Cyprus was a dance studio and uh-huh. I was walking by and I saw that they're, they were having breaking class and it was someone from So You Think You Could Dance. And that was Ryan, yeah. Ryan Conferito. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm not usually gutsy but I was like you know what or maybe I'm just different now I don't know but I'm just just like I'm gonna go take class you know and so that's how I met Ryan and then um like Hawk and all of them and uh they saw potential in me asked me to be in Quest Crew and then I joined TM Juniors okay around you know after a little after because of David Yee yeah um, cause he was also on step off dance crew. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then it like, then I was doing like the Berendo church thing because David Yee, like, um, from TM actually like, he was the one that was like, Hey, come audition for TM juniors. And then he was also the one that was like, come dance. Like we're going to do something at Berendo church. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I met your brother yeah. and they were, um, having a whole bunch of concerts there. A lot of, uh, rapper like Korean American rappers in LA that they were doing a lot of shows there and yeah. like dumbfounded and like Furris like all from back in the day yeah. but they're still doing it you know totally. now and which is really cool to I see. I think I met you at one of those Berendo I think performance so. things. Yeah, I think my group at the time yeah we performed there. Oh my gosh, such a long time ago. I know, and yeah. I need better memory because I'm just like. No, it's all good. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. walk you down memory lane. So yeah, um, so. When you met Ryan and the Quest guys, mm-hmm. you said the dance studio was at Quest Learning Center, the studio? Not Quest oh. Learning Center. It oh, okay. was actually, um, they were six step at the time. Oh, but, that's um, right. Yeah, it was okay. like just a random dance studio that Ryan was teaching at, across, like in Cyprus, uh, literally across from my parents' home. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Got it. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, when they decided to create Quest, like they asked me and yeah, yeah. So all your training was just kind of like learning from those guys. There was no formal dance training or anything like that. No, not with, just with Quest Crew. But then prior to that, I don't know why, like I just grew interest in breaking. Mm -hmm. I think it was just like more so 
surfing online and I found like bboy.org and like I started seeing like oh shoot there's like the girls you know mm-hmm. and um I don't know I was like I could do this like I always had this thing where um you know girls can do what guys can do yeah. too yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah and so I literally um you know because bboy.org was like forums you know mm-hmm. so I like looked up how to do an invert and it was literally written out or typed out in steps on how to do an invert no video and that's how i got my first wait so you learned how to do an invert off of like written instructions no video no 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 photos even yes no and wow like a photo photo of how you're (laughs) supposed you know okay just the image of the freeze but that yeah Thing. Life prior to YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah. Things that we would have to go exactly. through to learn something. But wow. I'm proud of that, you know? Yeah. 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 That's what's yeah. up. So um, when did you officially, you said you officially got down with Quest Crew? What year? Mm-hmm. Around oh, my gosh. This? I have such bad memory. I have to, like, go look online or something. But, well, like, 2000. ABBC season one was 2008. Yes. Quest was on two th- uh, season th- three. Yes, season, season three. Season three. 2008. But you were mm-hmm. on with Box, box Cutters, cutters yeah. before that. That was season yeah. two. No, it was season three. It was the same season, actually. Wait, what? Yeah. Hold on. What's going yeah. on? In my- oh, wait. You didn't perform with Quest but for I, ABDC? Yeah, but I performed with Box Cutters because at gotcha. that time, there was a rule of like, you can only have eight people in your you know group, and yeah. we had more than eight people. So I was like, okay, like... You know, then yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do it with box cutters. They didn't, like there was no shade or anything. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just like just support. Yeah, because Quest Crew, it's like it, a lot of people don't know that we all dance, but there's also like another, not hobby, but like other talents that we do. Like Ryan makes amazing music. Yeah. Like can play the keys backwards. Like not even look Wild. like his arms. You know, like <laughs> stretched back. Yeah. Uh, the guitar he produces. Hawk is an amazing you know artist. He draws yeah. so well. Um, Fang photography. You know, yeah. Hirano DJing and Victor singing and yeah, it's just. Yeah, so um, they were always supportive of everything and anything that you chose to do, which mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was 2008, you said? Well, ABDC started 2008, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it, uh, I, that, well, I can tell you the age. I was 16 at 16. the time. 16? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have your parents' support in like all your artistic endeavors, um, dance, music, and all that? I mean, they were always supportive. They never stopped me from, you know, or held mm-hmm. me back from doing it, but they had concerns. And my parents are a little bit more lenient than the strict, usually strict, like, Asian yeah, parents. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, you know, my mom would be like, girls shouldn't be, you know, hanging out late, but all the rehearsals were really yeah. late. Yep. Um, so she would have, like... Father, which is like the older like brothers friends um bring me to the door so it was like proof that i was dancing you know um but i wasn't Not doing it. yeah i wasn't doing like anything <clears throat> bad like i was dancing so right. um also you know my mom studied in opera and my dad like was a dancer back in the day and your dad was yeah. a dancer yeah like the wow. disco king of his school and Whoa, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so i think they like both enjoy music and dance and know that but back in the day it wasn't really available to make a career or to be successful in it especially like in 
I don't know, in Asia, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so they had concerns in the fact that like, can you make a living off of this, you know, and you know how Asian parents are like, yeah, totally. Either marry a, just joking, either marry a rich man or, uh, you know, like study yeah, to be a doctor, a lawyer. Real, yeah. yeah. I get it. Um, so you mentioned for Quest, like dance wasn't, you know, the only thing that you guys were into. Obviously mm-hmm. you guys are very multi-talented mm-hmm. and for you, you kind of like took your dance career and you kind of, I don't want to say you like put it to mm-hmm. the side, but I feel like you focused on music mm-hmm. heavily f- for a long time. Yeah. When did music kind of enter your world? Um, music entered my world like in high school. Um, a friend of mine, well, I don't really know who he is today. That's so weird how life just takes you and life people sift out sometimes. and people, yeah. you know, get mm-hmm. added to the recipe. Um, but yeah, someone that I knew was like, you know, you should post like a, a video online or something when YouTube started. Of you singing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I just did it for fun. I think it was like a Alicia Keys song. Okay. And then it just kind of, I started doing more and more, meeting more people in the YouTube community at the time um, that were singers. And yeah. then just made a platform and, and a fan base, which was really cool. And then career wise i mean i guess because i was doing a lot of shows and it was a lot of youtube shows with other singers Mm -hmm. you know but to really take it up it's like i uh then you know at 21 went to korea for the first time in my life Mm -hmm. and um then the whole yg you know part of my life happened and that was actually um through sean Evaristo. got you and amy lee lucas when they were um choreographing for you know big bang and stuff yeah, and i used yeah. to listen to yg like back in the day totally. i had their like album and i was like you know with the baseball bat and stuff yep. and, <laughs> and you know and then like a fa- couple years fast forward and i wasn't really into k-pop or korean music anymore and sean was like yeah i'm working for this korean label i was like what you know and then you know through them like i guess they mentioned my name and uh-huh. i got asked to come through to korea and yeah. So they invited you out. That's why you went to Korea. YG, yeah. Got mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it's funny when you mention all the YG stuff because mm-hmm. I think, um, I don't know, if I think any maybe Korean kid that kind of was dancing mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. like for some reason wanting to be a K-pop star was mm-hmm. like a thing for me. Uh-huh. And, and uh, <clears throat> it's funny, I actually danced for um, Chinushan when oh, they were out in no LA way. doing like a string of concerts yeah. and stuff. And... Um, at that time, <clears throat> I thought for me, I was like, "Wow, this is my in. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna dance for them, and then they're gonna see that I have like rap skills." <laughs> and then I even, I even, so awkward. I, I did this really like sketchy audition. It wasn't even a real audition. Mm. I went over to so YG Yang Yun Tuck was yeah. at Sean's apartment, uh-huh. and then Sean was like, "Yeah, like." Why don't you just rap yeah. in front of him? And he's just sitting there eating food, watching TV. Oh he's like, oh, you rap? Go ahead. And he's kept watching TV. It was like the weirdest thing. Oh, my god! And then I did it. Obviously, it didn't pan out. But yeah. um, no, it's amazing. funny. Yeah. I, I had, I I had uh, dreams to be a K-pop star yes. once upon a time. Um, so when you went out there, mm-hmm. what was that like in terms of you? I, I would imagine you probably went out there to kind of do an audition, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then, so were you kind of brought on as a, an artist or were they trying to like curate that with you, you know, as your, mm-hmm. your, as like a solo career for you? Um, it was, it was an audition, um, but it, it like how things happened was, um, kind of in the order of I arrived mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I met Yang Yun-seok, you know, 
you know, <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah. he, but, like, I met him in person, and then he was like, um, oh, well, you know, Teddy, he's, yeah. like, the producer yep. of YG, he was like, he's gonna be, you know, here at, like, 11, so, you know, go say hi to him. My audition was the next day, mm -hmm. so I got there at night, so I went to go say hi to Teddy, and he's like, hey, have you, like, um, ever, like, you know, written a song or, like, created a song before and I was like actually yeah I just had written one for the first time like two weeks ago mm -hmm. and it was about two friends who were going through something mm -hmm. um and I was in the middle basically trying to be like a, I was like their therapist you know you. Okay. and I got so frustrated that I just wrote a song about it and so this is a real thing real real yeah, life yeah, scenario yeah. okay yeah Dope. um because he was like the guy was like you know basically telling me can you tell my girlfriend because she had moved from like sf to la mm -hmm. like please venture out you know like go hang out with people can you take her out as well and because she was like staying home and she wasn't used to you know being in la yeah. and he was like saying you know like i'm always gonna love you and like don't be afraid like just i trust you mm -hmm. you know something like that and maybe it sounds you know very childish i don't know but uh, so I wrote something about it and then because I was playing on my mom's piano. So I had chords to it. And I was mm -hmm. like, eh. so he had a keyboard, Teddy had a keyboard and I started playing it and I started singing my English version of it. And like he was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a hit. And like another producer was like, this is going to be a hit. And then oh. YG comes in. He's like, this is going to be a hit. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, what you mean, yeah. but OK. Um and that was my first uh, number one, like, uh, that was my first song. It was Don't Cry by Pak Pum okay. uh, from 21. Oh, and, okay, sick. Yeah, and that was uh, her single. And so, so the first song that you wrote yeah. became her single. Yeah, wow. it was pretty crazy. That's and then my tight. audition was the next day. went uh -huh. through my audition, and I was supposed to leave um, the next day. But um, that audition day, like, later that day, my boss was like, you know, I think you have a, a knack for writing music. Like, what do you think about being um, a writer? And I was like, I, yeah. Like, I, I didn't know you can, like, not... I didn't really know heavily about the music industry mm -hmm. and what job was what and, like, what, you know... I was like, you can make money with that? Like, sure. Right, right, you know, I, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about money. I was just like cool i get to make music like that's the thing yeah you know um because i was just doing covers and i know make like creating songs was a thing but i don't know i just it wasn't like my my focus right right so i was kind of you're like learning about the music yeah, industry for the first time yeah as i go yeah. so i was like thrown into it and um like teddy like took me under his wing like i've learned so much from him mm -hmm. a lot of the techniques and everything that i know today um, and apply and even like recording for myself you know I just learned so much from him um, and also like just I was able to like I didn't know how to do this but then you know I would write a song and basically since I wrote the song then um, I would have to direct a session with an artist that was singing mm -hmm. my song mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's also another thing, you know, um, being a vocal director is another job, but I was just also like, here, do this. And I was like, uh, I don't know how to do it, but okay. Yeah. And you know, even vocal directing, like I do that for my friends and I don't know, it's just, I've learned so much. I've 
Yeah. So. so so you didn't have anybody coaching you, managing you. No. You were just kind of figuring out on the yeah. fly, just out there. Wow. Yeah. It was it was awesome because so many opportunities came from that. Like uh, they knew I danced and I loved to dance. So then like GD asked me to be in his one of a kind music video. Mm-hmm. And that was my first or uh, I guess my second music video just because the first one was teach me how to Dougie. okay it was like a free-for-all like come through whatever and um but yeah like yeah I danced in his music video I've been in a couple of music videos and um yeah just great things that's crazy I'm so so grateful it sounds like a lot of just serendipity just yes right place right time but I mean what I think what's great about I love stories like this because Mm um I think a lot of times you you get the opportunities that you get when they're supposed to happen mm-hmm. and like you know you're obviously talented in the ways that you're talented you've been training in dance music for Thank i would imagine you. a good chunk of years yeah. and then all of a sudden you get that right opportunity to mm. kind of get heard yeah. or you know brought yeah. out to you know have an opportunity so i think that's mm-hmm. To me, when something like that happens, especially when you don't plan for it mm-hmm. uh, and you obviously don't have anybody coaching you through yeah. any of it, teaching mm-hmm. you how to, like, what's the proper channels and what do you need to have mm-hmm. prepared and all that, yeah. um, that's kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? It like, is. you know, for the first time and you're you're a young girl out there by yourself, mm-hmm. how did you kind of get through um, those times uh doing it all by yourself like was you just felt confidence you're like I'm doing it it's working I'm just gonna keep mm. doing it or how was that like for you um, I don't know if there was a specific thought to keep me going or if I was feeding myself something in my head to mm-hmm. keep me going but I think honestly like first of all God had my back through it all you know and secondly I think I was just I was 21 and I was given this opportunity where I was doing something that I love. And I know that's cliche, but it was, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, dance is fun. Um, making music is fun. And especially when everything that you do pretty much revolves around that. I might have not necessarily have been make, make, creating music from mm-hmm. ground zero, but I was singing covers. You know, I was doing videos and that involves music. I was dancing that involves music. So to be able to be in the creative process and just meeting wonderful people, it was just, I, and I was being taken care of really well, you know, by my company as well. And yeah. so I have nothing to complain about. And yeah, I, like, on the flip side, like being a female in Korea, maybe that was a little bit more of what kind of was a little hard for me mm. that I didn't expect to hit me while I was there. But on the music side, it was just, there was no wrong in making music, mm. you know? So, and I always just bit always been a person who just loved to learn. The more knowledge that I can consume, like I, I feel good, right. you know? And you know, there might be a time where I, you know, I just know something and I never may be able to speak about it, but at least I know. And it's just, I love obtaining Mm -hmm. knowledge and wisdom. And so I guess that was just like what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you went out and you did that audition, you Mm -hmm. didn't know whether you were going to be put out as an artist or a writer, right? No, because that writer part was not even supposed to be there it just happened Mm -hmm. like very randomly and I really do think that 
like that was God's plan and God's doing because um, I was supposed to go there for an audition, mm-hmm. but like, you know, my boss was like, go say hi to Teddy. And Got then you. he just happened to ask me if I've written any songs and I happened to have written one two weeks ago for the first right, time. And, right. and then because my boss was able to witness that, um, then he was, I think you, you know, have potential to be a writer. Got it. So, yeah, it wasn't even supposed to be an option. Was that so? When you started writing, was that that you were cool with it, or you're like, ah, oh, I kind of wanted to, you know, be an artist myself? Um, was anything like that? I think my my goal <clears throat> wasn't to be like a K-pop artist. You know, I just wanted to do music. Um, and yes, I, I've always wanted to be an artist, but I guess more so make a statement. Well, it's not to say that writing is not yeah, art, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're creating yeah. the art for somebody else. Yeah. Like, um, I wanted to be an artist, but I guess mostly, like, here. Like, I, I wanted to make, like, a staple, like, because I didn't have anyone who looked like me yeah. growing, like, to see on television or any of those, like, music award shows that represented me. I don't know that like that goes deeper and blah blah blah, but um, yeah, and I was like, yo, I, like it would be dope to be like an an Asian female like singer out in America uh-huh. and make it, and that was like my goal. But you know, then being in Korea, um, I started seeing that it wasn't just K-pop. There was like R and B, there was rock. Like I don't know why I was just so naive, but. Um, there was so much more music and then especially YG, it's, you know, they are like the hip hop label of Korea. So I was like, Oh shoot, this is amazing. And I guess like, then my interest was like, Oh, maybe I I, I could do this if, you know, I had the opportunity while I'm in Korea, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was, it was a mix of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like I loved being a writer and I was like, I could be an artist. Like I, I would actually want to be an artist sure. here as well. Yeah. So my thoughts and wants had changed as I was I was there. Yeah. Yeah. How long was that run in Korea? Um, it was like five six years uh, living in Korea, and mm-hmm. I and um I decided to come back because um first I, I really just missed my family. Mm-hmm. Second, um my mom is great now, but she was you know sick at the time. Gotcha. So I just there's nothing to me that is more than family yeah, you know yeah. i mean god first you know but yeah i just needed to be there with my mom and be her support so sure. yeah I came um back. are you still involved uh with yes. yg mm-hmm. so you're still going back and forth doing stuff yeah. got it mm-hmm. got it yeah um when you mentioned you coming back i mean i think uh you know transitions are always kind of again mm. New things are always like weird and scary, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So trying something for the first time, leaving something to, you know, kind of figure out like what life looks like after that. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you kind of handle transition? Um, it was, it was difficult. Like I had to take, I don't want to say a leap of faith, but kind of just like, I just had to just go, mm-hmm. you know, I knew of course, like there's things that are important in your life and you have to be there, you have to do it. But then also there's a fight between that and and decisions are hard, you yeah. know. So basically it was more so, you know, I'm if I'm in Korea, I'm there and I'm available and it's, you know, I go to the studio like when I'm called or if I want to. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm not going to have that anymore coming to LA, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I need to be here for my mom. So it was like, not really a fight. It's just having to make, it was just a hard decision. Mm -hmm. Like, um, cause you know, there's a lot of people who do pick career because at the end of the day, that's going to make them successful or financially stable and then be able to help their family afterwards type of thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that transition was hard because I wasn't able to have like, I wasn't able to just walk to the studio anymore. Or, um, you know, I did take time off like writing music and just to be with my family and, um, you know, to be there with my mom. And, um, but I prayed, I prayed a lot, Mm -hmm. like, and it sucks that, you know, a lot of us do pray at our desperate moments, you know, where prayer should be an everyday thing, a conversation with God should, I mean, from my faith and my belief, um, it should be an everyday thing, but I, I was in a very desperate place and just praying a Mm. lot and desperate could be just be like it doesn't necessarily have to be like you're like at the bottom of you know yeah like i was just in a place where there was a lot of decisions to make and a lot of thoughts going on in my mind and trying to figure out the next thing and how i was going to balance everything or schedule everything Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but a lot of prayer is how i like dealt with my transition. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was just like, okay, God, like I give it to you. Like you tell me what to do. You lead the way you bring people into my life. You situate my schedule or how, you know, these opportunities happen and I will just follow. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what was it like when you finally came back home? Was it like a easy kind of smooth transition or was it, did you Um, have to kind of find your footing again out here? I think, um, like LA is home, you mm-hmm. know, like, I, and then like Korea and also Toronto, shout out to Toronto, are like my second homes, but like okay. LA is always home. So I think, um, I always did keep in touch with my friends or just people around. And, um, so finding my footing back in LA wasn't too hard. I think more of the difficult transition part was just more a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, like, I met up with people that I've always known, um, and family is family. They're there, and yeah, that part wasn't too bad of a transition. Yeah. I noticed that you started doing a little bit more heavy on the dance side Mm -hmm. within the past few years, too. So was that, again, like a a conscious decision where you're like, "Ah, I'm kind of like, I've kind of put this on the shelf a little bit. I want to bring that side of me out a little bit more? What was that like? actually, like, I, I... Not training wise, but in Korea, I I still kept dancing. You mm. know, there it was. It's funny because like you know, I saw a lot of the choreographers here come teach in Korea. Right. You know, and right. I would meet up with them like yeah. Lyle, and I met. I, I actually met Paris uh, in Korea. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. And um, and yeah, and like Sean would be there, mm-hmm. and like um, Ellen was there, and mm-hmm. uh, Kwaru was there. So like, I would just see, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. so I. I took class or, like, I would go out and, like, because there's a lot of, like, R&B and and hip-hop clubs in Korea. And, honestly, it's not anyone dancing with each other. It's, like, everyone, like, practicing, like, there. Yeah, yeah, there's styles and stuff and, like, individually, which is cool. But dancing um, in Korea is dope. I I know. So I was always still around dance. I got to meet the earth, like, the community out there as Mm -hmm. well. And over there, there's a big, like, I don't think too much anymore, but... 
when I was there in the beginning, there was like a big separation of just like the street dance part and and then like the urban mm-hmm. like part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I became friends with both, and yeah, so I had a lot of crump friends out there, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and so when I came back uh, through like Sh- Ellen Kim and like Sheila, like they always had like these opportunities with dance and. Um, I was like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And dancing for me has, you know, become a thing where I just enjoy it. Mm. I will always love to dance and I just always love to learn. So for me, it's like dance is just dance. Dance yeah. is to have fun, you know, and I'm just down. Yeah. 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 Um, you mentioned before, uh, you know, like insecurities and, and stuff like that, which I think Everybody has insecurities, mm-hmm. guy, girl, young, old, yeah. everybody, I mm-hmm. think, because we're all human and we're all imperfect and mm-hmm. we're always like ever growing, right? Yeah. Um, as like an artist, and you, you mentioned being uh, a female mm-hmm. in Korea, there's there's hardships with mm-hmm. that. Um, can you talk about some of the, the difficult things that for yourself in terms mm-hmm. of whether there are obstacles, mm-hmm. um, things that maybe kind of like kept you from being like super confident and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mean, the only reason I ask is because, um, again, well, with this show, Movement in the Shadows, it's like, uh, it's not about just the highlight reels mm-hmm. of life, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I think some of the most valuable conversations and things that have been said, you know, in these conversations mm-hmm. that I have with people is uh, the tough stuff, like how, how we get through the tough stuff and mm-hmm. how do we overcome that. So, yeah. um, I mean, obviously, as much as you feel comfortable talking mm-hmm. about it, but I'd love to hear like some of those hardships for yourself mm-hmm. as like an artist, as a female artist. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think it's a lot harder now, I think, to keep up with the image that this society has created. Like a woman is supposed to look this way. It's, it's a mixture. It's like, you know, love your body, be who you are. But then there's this like other side where it's like everyone has a tiny waist and a big butt or big hips. And mm-hmm. yeah, but this industry that we're in is always about your appearance. Yeah. Uh, your skill, but also your appearance. Sure. And I think mine kind of roots from like little instances as I was young, like even before I started dancing, you know, like there was a guy, he was like a part of the group of friends that I had prior, like, you know, before in high school. And it was like random. It was like, I was wearing shorts and he was like, why are you wearing shorts? Like your calves are so big or something Mm. like that. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like, what am I supposed to say Mm -hmm. to that? It's hot, dude. Mm -hmm. So like, um, yeah. And like, people would say like I had like big arms but yo that was like my baby fat okay like I was still I had like you know like um yeah and then also you know and then the YouTube stuff started happening and you know you're not gonna just get good comments and you're not gonna please everyone and get everyone to like you so there are bad comments you know so the funny thing is, is that it wasn't really on my singing. Like, the negative comments was just how I looked. Like, mm-hmm. I had this one comment that just said, you're a effing ugly Asian bitch, you know? Like, hmm. and I was like, okay, at least it's not a critique on my singing. But my you know? singing's good. Yeah, yeah. So, like, those <laughs> type of things, yeah. um, I didn't think that it would mm-hmm. eat at me, but it did. Because mm. <sighs> there's people that, 
really don't have talent but are beautiful and and, and they make it in this industry mm-hmm. you know or mm-hmm. really good looking and that's just how it is that's business that's branding or whatever um if you go deeper into it mm-hmm. on the business side but um looks is a big part of your brand mm-hmm. um no matter what so it, it how did i deal with it like I don't know. Like you just have to continue to live, Mm -hmm. you know, and I do have a good support. And I do believe that because of, you know, my mom and dad's faith in God and um, their, you know, teaching and examples, um, it only bears fruit of of a good foundation and I am blessed to have a good foundation. And I think no matter what, even if I wanted to veer off into thoughts that weren't good for me, um, God always kept me positive, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not no saint or, you know, like I'm not like, I'd, I, ha- I've had struggles yeah. and, um, but one thing I got to say, I do think that I, I, like, I do have like a strong mentality. Um, so it was telling myself, you know what, like just positive things to myself, mm-hmm. um, and thank you, God, for that uh, yeah. <laughs> that strong mentality. And in Korea, um, you know, like I have tattoos and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So, and in Korea, like, just nobody's really supposed to have tattoos, but it's more accepted as as a male. Sure. And girls don't really have tattoos, and they have like small, tiny ones that mm-hmm. you hide and stuff. But you know, I got all my tattoos in LA, and I'm walking in Korea. It's summer, and like, you know, I. I have like a tank top on and I have blonde hair and I'm walking through Hongdae, which is like the arts like district mm-hmm. in Korea. And people are looking at me, you know? Mm. Um, and I was like, do I look that different? You mm-hmm. know, like, uh, but yeah, like I, I, I stuck out like a sore thumb. Mm. And, but at that time, I remember, I don't know how it transitions or what it was. Maybe it was just like the things that were happening in my life. It's like the least focus was like my insecurities or how I looked. It was just more so, you know what? Like I have this great opportunity. It's a blessing. And I think that was where my focus was at rather than yeah. like, you know. Um, but then it just started eating at me where, you know, you watch TV in Korea or you start looking at girls or you start hearing stories and it's just like, everybody's like leg was half of my leg, you know, and to be skinny was to be pretty and Mm -hmm. to be beautiful and, um, big eyes, you know, was like some, you know, double eyelids is the thing. Right. And, you know, like a, a perfect nose or like, there's like a commercial on like, if you want like a V there's a, there's a drink called like V something and it's just tea, you mm-hmm. know, but it basically like is promoting that like if you drink this, you'll get like a, like a jawline, like a V, you know, like shape. A drink that gives yeah. you a, a shaped a, jawline? Yeah, only if, <laughs> that's like wild. that's only if you drink just the tea for the rest of your life, wow. but you know, just. That sounds magical. Yeah, things like that. But little things like <laughs> yeah. add up and then, um. Yeah, I don't know if this answers the question, but yeah, it did eat at me. But at the end of the day, um, it's just reality, right? Like, mm-hmm. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And I got to live with who I am. And I, and because of the foundation that like I have, 
you know, what we are told and what we believe is that this life is a blessing Mm -hmm. and you only get one Mm -hmm. and you didn't do anything to deserve this at all. You Mm -hmm. just, you just popped into life, you know? And like, who am I to, to, to jeopardize that or to, you know, so that was always in me as well. So Mm -hmm. I never really went to that side of like, it ate at me, but I didn't go super deep where it would like destroy me. Yeah. Um, and that that was through a lot of prayer. You know, I asked God like, like what is this all for? Why am I here? Like, why is this happening? But mm-hmm. I, yeah. But I just had to keep telling myself like, I'm okay. Like I'm yeah. good. You know, if I want to feel better, or look better, like. Like I can do that by exercising sure. or maybe going to get my nails done to feel a little pretty or dyeing my hair or cutting my hair. Or let, you know, just go buy clothes or whatever. Right. But yeah, like, um, I started working out while I was in Korea and I really took a hold on, um, like fitness and mm-hmm. I was like the most fit ever there. <laughs> and, yeah. um, yeah, just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, no, that's good. <laughs> Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft. From quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with, Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinesthetic.brand. With, you know, we talked about social media and like it's a tool and mm-hmm. you can use it for good stuff, but then it always has, you know, I think there's pros and cons to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you talk about body image and what, um, you know, you scroll through mm-hmm. Instagram or literally anything. You mm-hmm. just go out on the street and you're mm-hmm. you're being fed images mm-hmm. and um, how to think, how to, you know, look and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, one, I, I commend you for, um, you mentioned your ability to kind of uh, accept mm-hmm. who you are because mm-hmm. there is only one you. You mm-hmm. only have one life to live and God made you exactly mm-hmm. how he made you and... Um, you know, when you were talking about, you know, the, the YouTube comments Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, that one, it was all like stupid stuff that really didn't matter, Mm -hmm. but what you were actually putting out was you singing. Singing, So that was the important stuff. Like, that's what I I want you to to see. And, and the fact that you were able to focus on like, wow, no one's actually saying anything bad about what i'm actually wanting to put out yeah they're they're you know being stupid and just being trolls mm-hmm. you know online mm-hmm. um that's dope though because mm-hmm. i think um 
it, you can so easily get discouraged by those things to mm-hmm. make you want to not put put stuff out anymore. Mm-hmm. But you were like, not only care about that because I really want to get my artistry mm-hmm. out there, you know. And so I think you know you talking about your foundation mm-hmm. with God and your you know your the way that your parents raised you and just kind of your passion for what you love doing mm-hmm. and how that would ultimately kind of like override all that other noise yeah essentially this stuff's just noise you know what it I mean? is yeah and so i think that's super dope and i think like um i don't know i i, I love when um people are out there um not just women mm-hmm. i feel like just people in general because i think the whole as much as it sounds weird body mm-hmm. image and all that stuff like guys care about that stuff I too know. you know what i'm saying yeah, so like yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a real thing so yeah. you know props yeah. to you for for doing thank that thank you that's yeah. all all god and like i I think it's just where your like certain thoughts, like your truth and the reality and just like the facade, like whatever out outweighs like whichever, you mm-hmm. know, and I think more of like the reality and the truth of like that I, um, that was in my mind just uh, was a blessing where it outweighed what the facade was, you yeah. know, is being skinny beauty is being thick beauty like it's just being you is beauty you know Mm. and if anything like you there's a lot of ways to become healthier or just a little bit more fit and that's just putting in the effort if you really want like abs like you can do it Mm -hmm. you know um but you don't have to sit there like dwelling in in that negativity Mm -hmm. you know um and also when uh actually like uh while i was in korea as well like you know just maybe during that time where the insecurity started like flowing in um master Wu, uh he's a rapper yeah, yeah. um he actually gave me this book called crazy love by francis chen and dope yeah and i was like um i don't read <laughs> i don't read <laughs> yeah. um but except like i did read twilight because uh-huh. i don't know i just, yes i really like okay, twilight yeah. but um yeah crazy love and I would read it during like my subway rides mm-hmm. and this one part just hit me and it stuck out to me and I've always known this but it just like really slapped me in the face. You know when like you've heard it before and then you hear it maybe like a year or two later and it just hits you a totally. lot harder. Yep, and, 100%. Yeah, and yeah. it was just it simply said if your life was a movie God is the main actor, the main character and you are just simply an extra like mm. and it it blew my mind and i know it sounds so simple but it blew my mind and it put everything into perspective where i was like this life ain't even about me mm. like it's not about me and i'm just this little tiny extra of how many years after did I come? Like from the beginning of life to when I was born, like there's so many people and so many events that had happened before me yeah. that like, who am I to, to be self-righteous and, and think that I, you know, am, am someone to, to feel a certain way or, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I, I just, it just blew my mind because I realized that God is in control mm. and I'm here on this earth of what my faith and what I believe in is to serve. And so then after that, God had started 
to move me and to introduce me to people um, prior to that, but prior to that, but more where I was aware of it, like after I read that, it's mm -hmm. pretty crazy. Just giving me things where I realize I'm here to serve. Like whatever it is for God's plan, the bigger picture of it, I'm here to serve. No mm -hmm. matter what, like I'm here to to answer to you like to god mm. and so let's say if he did want me to to not sing anymore because my purpose was to serve somewhere else because that's what he needed me to do i'd be like okay god like because it's not about me anymore yeah or at least what i you know my mindset has changed and just realization came into you know my face yeah <laughs> and yeah I, I yeah. So um, with that, I mean, I think we're talking about purpose, mm -hmm. um, life, like life purpose, mm -hmm. really. I mean, I think, um, you know, it's so uh, easy to define who you are by what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, we meet people and, and you know, we ask, you know, like the question of like, why is it the first thing that we ask is, what do you do? Mm. Like, you know, and so I think it's no wonder why people find identity in their jobs mm. and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, so for yourself, you know, as you mentioned, uh, that you feel that God's purpose for you is to serve. How do you inject that into things like your career? You know, things like the decisions that you make mm -hmm. to fill your time. Like, how do you combine those two? Mm. Um, it's been a very big learning experience to be able to combine those two, mm -hmm. uh, um, because I didn't really like, you know, I prayed for things to work out well or for me to like, oh, this sounds so bad, but like, you know, Lord, like if it is your will, like, you know, let this opportunity happen or yeah. whatever, but, um, to utilize my, f like, how did I combine those two? I I prayed a lot. Like, I know it sounds redundant, but I prayed a lot. And mm -hmm. then I started realizing it's not just about what I want and, like, praying that it'll happen. It's about putting God in the forefront of my decisions. Mm. And what I mean by that is, you know, is, you know, praying and talking to God, you know, like, Lord, like, is this really for me? You know, like, if this is not for me, uh, please allow me to know. And if it doesn't happen, I'm okay with that mm. because I trust what you have in this path for me, you know? And yeah. then, yeah, it was just a lot of prayer and talking to God. That's how I mix those two together. Mm -hmm. And especially in this industry, you know, people are afraid to talk about not afraid, but they just don't talk about God. Or maybe, you know, some do, sure. but how I do it is just if that conversation that I have with someone allows me to, you know, put my two cents, not my two senses, but like talk about the word of God, like I've become more fearless in talking about God. And so I'll talk about God, you know, because yeah. that's who I am. And I think a lot of people... You know, it's like an identity crisis thing, especially in this industry. It's like they want to feel a part of something. They, like you said, like purpose, like what's my purpose and like about image and who they are. And it's an identity thing. And yeah. um, 
it's not until like later on that I realized like my identity is like I'm a child of God Mm -hmm. and I need to find my identity in God and that involves a lot of conviction, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and once I realized that my, you know, my identity is in God, then I started becoming more fearless in in talking about God. And so mm-hmm. I think for me, it's not like, do I talk about God? Do I not? It's just kind of just more in a, a, an organic, natural yeah. thing. If God allows it, if, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, allows it and speaks through me, then that's just what it is. And then after that, like, it's up to whoever that person or God to, you know, because we're here to plant the seeds, Mm -hmm. you know, and God will water the seeds. So you just do. And and, yeah, I love that. I mean, I think what you're talking about is, um, you not trying to separate or compartmentalize parts of your life. It's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm working. So I need to, you know, talk this way, Mm -hmm. not talk about certain things. You're just like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be me Mm -hmm. no matter where I'm at, no matter what I'm doing. So I think that's, that's super dope. Yeah. Um, with where you're at now in terms of your career, um, I'm sure with being in the different seasons of like having gone, you know, doing a, a chunk of years in Korea, being out here, mm-hmm. and as you get older, um, in your mind, how do you define success? Like in, in, in the scope of all the stuff that you've experienced mm-hmm. and been through? Success. I, oh my gosh, that definition I feel like has changed so many times. Yeah. Um, for a lot of people, I can't speak for other people and what success means to them. Mm-hmm. But success for me is is joy. Hmm. And my salvation to be secured. Hmm. That is success to me. And... Because this life is temporary. And whether you believe, like for me, I believe in heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. And my brother actually, I always tell him, I'm like, I told this, like I, I said this because like it's always, you know, stuck in my mind when you said it. You know, mm-hmm. my brother Joshua Peck, shout out. Mm-hmm. The love of my, you know, yeah, my yeah. life. <laughs> um, also Lando. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. uh, he was like, you know, if you believe in heaven and hell, like, what are you doing right now to make sure you get to heaven? Hmm. And I was like, huh. Because so many times have I woken up and not remembered to be thankful of this, the day that I wake up to, you know, mm-hmm. like the fact that I woke up, like I don't have control of my, my breathing or the workings of my internal organs, right. you know? And so... um my younger brother like put some wisdom in, mm-hmm. in my face and I, that's always stuck with me. So, and then also, you know, learning that my identity is in God and um, just realizing that to put God in the forefront and, and what really matters and I'm here to serve. And um, yeah, like for me, success is joy and mm-hmm. also serving God. And like, if I'm able to serve God, that's success to me. If yeah. I'm able to feed a little bit, um, of God's words to someone and it makes them think where it makes them, you know, start to have faith in God, like that's success, in, you know, to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And making that's it dope. to heaven and hearing from God, well done, you know, yeah. like, um, and I know that's, look, it's a big picture, you know. Yeah, um, totally. And yes, 
money, fame, uh, career, whatever can be success to people. And that's fine, yeah. you know. Um, but there's so much more after this. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more than that. Like, I don't like when people say in the moment. Hmm. I don't because that's just the moment. Like, what's after that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. That's like I I keep going off in tangents oh, and like <laughs> I, I feel like I'm talking too much and like no, I don't make good. sense. But I think yeah. it's it's that's a because I don't know success like you said everybody has their own definition mm -hmm. and then when you I mean I'm I'm sure this is not something that you wake up every day and be like what is success to me today you know what I'm yeah. saying and so there's a lot to kind of put together and mm -hmm. and kind of formulate your thoughts but I get mm -hmm. it though I mean just from what it sounds like you're you don't find success or you don't define it. In like how rich am I? How many yeah. you know? How many uh, big placements? How many songs yeah. have I you know gotten on the charts? Yeah. Like you know that's a part of work life, mm -hmm. which I think can have a part to do. I mean, you mentioned joy, mm -hmm. you know, and I think you, joy ultimately comes with you fulfilling your purpose. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think if you're able to um, serve even in mm -hmm. your music, even in mm -hmm. your career, that adds to mm -hmm. that joy too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think kind of putting it all together i'm kind of understanding that like you you find your success mainly more in your identity and purpose versus yes. the stuff that you have and do mm -hmm. right yeah because i could you know say like you know or find success in in the songs that i've written this and this and that but at the end of it it's i can die tomorrow mm -hmm. really none of this matters mm -hmm. you know and the in the fact that I don't have any control over that just basically just puts my mind into a perspective where, you know, I don't need these materialistic things to make me happy, you no. know? And for me, I don't want to be talked about as, you know, when I do leave this earth, like, oh, this is what she did. This is what, you know, like, this is how many songs she's made or this TV show or whatever. It's yeah. just, I want it to be about God, like what, you know, God did for them and I might have maybe planted the seed but like mm -hmm. yeah it's not about me like I want everyone that I know everyone that I love to as well enjoy this party in heaven that we're all gonna have yeah. you yeah. know and I want to see them there and so that's what matters to that's me most and look I struggle every day I, I go back and forth you know of where sometimes I'm I'm on that path with God and then sometimes I fall back because life gets a little too crazy or the mm -hmm. schedule does and but you know God is of love and he just knew that humans are humans and we're imperfect and that we will sin or that we will mess up and that's why he sent his one and only son to die on that cross and that's why there is grace mm. <laughs> and thank you Lord because yep. he knew already yeah. you know yeah. and so our God is, you know, just so amazing and and our Savior. You yeah. know, Jesus is our Savior. So, Love yeah. it. Yeah. Keep repping that. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a quick lightning round session with you. I'm going to fire off some questions. <laughs> some of these are may require some, mm -hmm. like, you know, deeper whatever, but, you know, it'll be fun. We'll <laughs> yeah. get right into it. So, first question. <laughs> What's your favorite food? My favorite food is pizza, pepperoni pizza. Wow, same. I freaking <laughs> yes, love pizza. Me too. What is the best era for R&B music? Oh, 90s. 90s. Yes. Best era for fashion? 
Ooh. So many, though. 70s, 60s, and 90s. Si- Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yes. I agree. <laughs> uh, what is the biggest milestone in your music career? YG Entertainment. Yes. <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, my gosh. The ha- Hallmark Channel. <laughs> the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> Whoa, that's what's up. Shout out Hallmark Channel. Uh, What is your hidden talent? um, Cooking cooking and and nails. I do my own nails. Cooking and nails. Yes. You do your own nails. Sick. Nails are on point right now. A whole bunch of money. That's what's up. Um, What is your favorite collaboration to date? To date? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Me and... Uh, me and Kim Bomsu. Oh, yeah, because uh, okay. he's like the ballad singer in Korea, and I feature on a song Tight. with him. And there's probably more, but uh, if it's one, off then, the top of yeah. your head, that's yeah. that's what it off is. Off the top of my head. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite artist? Favorite artist? There's so many, but I, I have to say, Kim Burrell. Kimberell. She is a gospel singer okay. and she's the one that, you know, like Whitney Houston looked up to and um, like Jasmine, like just everybody that Word. I enjoy in music, like has learned or looked up to her. And It's like your favorite singer's favorite singer. Yeah. yeah. Like you cannot, yeah. her runs, I don't, she, there's like notes that are not even existing. <laughs> so yeah. Sick. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> Um, if you can go back in time and mm. give yourself one piece of advice, what would that be? Mm. To be more simple. Be but, more simple. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's so vague. But I, for me, I, I think it, it's more telling myself that... Um, because I do think a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in my head a lot, too. And it's just to be more simple and in, in, in that it's okay. Like, yeah. life, if, when you trust in God, like, life will take you. As long as you put God in the forefront, life will take you. And these other thoughts can creep in, but it doesn't mean it defines you mm-hmm. or that's what you have to be. Like, if... It's simple. If a lot of things are simple, if you go to the root of things, things are simple. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it gets it's easier. Simplicity doesn't mean that it's easier, but it gra- like that's the foundation. Mm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, no, but I get um, it. to me it it does. But to be more simple and um, to keep it simple to is keep not, it simple. but it's not easy to no, do it. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, it's it's so easy to put clutter into your life. It's not yes. like we want to, but we just let it happen. So yeah, and this world has let it happen, yeah, yeah. and so that's why it is what it is today. Yeah. And but uh, yeah, it. keep it simple. <laughs> keep, keep it simple. simple. Yes. Uh, less of, more of. What would you love to see less of in the world, mm-hmm. and also more of? <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, people might hate me for this, but it's, it's okay. do you? <laughs> um. More of people to find their identity in God, mm. and. 
listen. Word. <laughs> Let's keep it real. What is your golden rule? Never judge a book by the chapter you walk in on. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unpacking. Unpacking yes. that one right now. Yeah. Never judge a book by the chapter you walk in yeah. on. Wow. I've never uh, heard yeah. that. That's really good. Yeah. Because like me and Ellen talk about it all the time, but like there's always a root of something. Like someone might treat you a bad way or mm-hmm. they, they're just not, you know, a good person today, but there must have been something that has happened to them in the past right. that led them to this. So then then you start to judge, not, I don't want to say judge because judging is a bad thing, but you see people differently that yeah. way, you know, or you start to have the heart to pray for them or, mm-hmm. yeah, so. That's a good yeah. one. Love that. Yes. Love that. <laughs> um, Lydia, wow. I mean, this is probably the first like real sort of long conversation yeah. that I've ever had with you. Yeah. Um, these are always cool because I, I just love learning about people. And mm. um, I've known your husband. Yes. For <laughs> so, we, so weird to say that. Know I've is. known your husband for a long time. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, like I've always just kind of known you as like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Lando's girlfriend. But yeah. like um, I'm really encouraged. Um, I mean, one, just by your your faith and um that being your strong foundation, mm-hmm. and I can see that that's always your compass, your mm-hmm. true north, and that's you're always gonna kind of make your steps in line with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, and um, not even just to you know, obviously, you know, preach the gospel, mm-hmm. which I think is obviously important, but for people to have that kind of foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to, ha- especially in this world, mm-hmm. it's hard for people to know what their what their compass is, mm-hmm. you know, what their true north is, mm-hmm. and for you to kind of make all your life decisions off of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you say things like simplicity and uh, wanting things to not be, um, yeah, so difficult in terms of making a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I feel like you have a lot of clarity and um, not to say that it's easy mm-hmm. to be clear. It's mm-hmm. not like you can be clear mm-hmm. like that. Like it takes time. Like mm-hmm. you said, you pray a lot and mm-hmm. you think a lot about your decisions and stuff. And mm-hmm. looking at even just your career path as, you know, in your dance career to your music career, mm-hmm. um, th- you've done a lot and you've mm-hmm. you've been able to probably cross a bunch of things off of your bucket mm-hmm. list and all that. But to know that, that you're not even really talking about. I mean, like, you know, these conversations are cool because yeah. I get to hear about what you actually think about and what you mm-hmm. care about. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you didn't really go into all that because, um, one, it's impressive and congrats on all that. But like, Thank you. you, that just shows that you don't define yourself off of those things. And um, I'm really encouraged and blessed to hear that because I think that's your messaging, mm-hmm. you know, for whoever out there is listening to this, you know, their messaging from you is who you are and what defines mm-hmm. you. And I think that's pretty clear. Well, thank so, you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Look, like I, I, I struggle. I'm not perfect. I sin as well. And I'm always just trying to become a better version or just learn better or, you know, just become more wiser. And I'm not. Like, I pray a lot because I ask for a lot of forgiveness. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, um, because I mess up a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes as well. But that's the grace of it all. And that's 
the blessing of this life that um, God shows you your conviction and, and you see, you just become better versions yeah. of yourself and yeah. it's great to have people that i've known in this community and like you know how you and lando were talking about or you told me that you've known lando for so long and he's talked about that to me too <laughs> and it's so cool that you can be here today after so many years and just still be who you guys have been yeah. just better versions and still enjoy each other's company and i think yeah like that's joy and that's what life is about, and that's what life's blessings mm -hmm. are. And because um, look, if other things were my success or my goals, like materialistic things, like I would be eating alone, and I want to eat mm. at a table filled with people that I love yep. and that I can grow old with, family and friends. You know, so yeah, that's I love it. It's okay if you make mistakes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, how can people follow your journey, your your life? Where are you at? How can people find you? Um, Instagram, <laughs> DM me. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> at uh, the T H E Lids L Y D D Z. Yeah, at the Lids. I just I have a Twitter too, but I don't really post that much on there. But it's the same. It's That's at the Lids. You got a website? Anything like that? Um, I don't. Okay. I should make one. Um, but you do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I hope to meet everybody in in person. You know, sometime, someday, that would be really cool. Um, like all the, th I don't want to say fans, like just my platform. Yeah. You know, that's what's up. that'd be cool. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on and Thank chatting it up with us. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I feel like I didn't talk too much about anything, but I no, hope, you know. you talked a whole lot about a lot of stuff. Reaches, good. but yeah. There's a lot of meat there. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we are about a year old now. It is crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We, uh, we dropped in August of last year. Mm -hmm. I'm like doing the math and I'm like, wow, we, we are straight up a year old now. Uh, wow. So thank amazing. you guys. Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you're tuning into this episode by itself, we have like 50 something other episodes before. Yes. We got a lot of really cool people talking about a lot of cool stuff. Um, if this is providing any kind of value into your life and you're enjoying it, please just just share it. Tag us. We're on IG, Kinja's Podcast with a K. Uh, we're on Twitter, same thing. Um, we got Facebook, all that. Um, for all the show notes, everything that we talk about on this show, um, the artists, the websites, the books, all of that stuff, I plug it in the show notes. Um, that can be found on kinjas.com slash podcast. And yeah, I love reading all your DMs. We've been getting a lot of cool DMs. Um, you guys are sharing what you're learning, what you're digging about the show and what the guests are talking about. I love regramming all that stuff. So thank you guys for doing that. And please, if this is dope to you, get on your podcast platform. Uh, hop on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. That helps us get visibility. Um, leave us a review. Let us know what we're doing well. Let us know what we can improve on. We're always trying to get better. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. And uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch your